Hello there, everybody, and welcome to episode 15 of the Blues Fan Forum podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Steeb. Joining me with me is former soccer pal, Carson. Yeah, yeah what's up, here, baby. <laughs> yeah, welcome. We're going to get into a, a lot of blues material today. Before we go through and do that, we have to make sure that Carson here is not some super superior blues knowledge I'm worker of anything. Superior. So he, he might know a lot, but you don't work <laughs> in hockey or for the NHL or anything, correct? No. Nope. Okay, so that's pretty much, we just got to make sure because we are the Blues Fan Forum podcast. So 100% fan, 100% idiot. <laughs> Perfect, I love it. All right, like I said, we have a lot to get into, but I think we're actually going to start non-hockey related first because yeah. Carson is the returning champion for our fantasy football league and pretty much the again champion yeah. of our fantasy football Repeats. league but there's kind of some debate on that so i mentioned on the last podcast and i think everybody has kind of been talking about it around the united states about demar hamlin's injury and how that affected just the nfl landscape but then also fantasy football and so carson do you want to kind of talk about what we've been dealing with in a fantasy football league that we're in yeah i mean so we all all have players that didn't get to play that last game buffalo versus cincy so Obviously, we don't have scores that we normally have. We're short somewhere 30, 40 points. Some people, some people are only short five or 10 points. But I mean, how do you just, how do you decide who wins then? Right. There's, if you're missing your top guy that didn't get to play, what's fair? Right. And it's so, it's so crazy that even the NFL, as they were coming up with playoff scenarios, they were like, well, we just might have to do a coin flip. Yeah, like the, right? the fact yeah. that coin flip was an option for the NFL should not be. <laughs> yeah, is ridiculous. Luckily, that didn't happen. But yeah, it's kind of crazy because we have our in our league the for the championship game has got like a spread of like forty points, and using projections to kind of see where they would at, it'd still be like a spread of like twenty to thirty. So it's kind of like that game doesn't really look. It's not close. Close. Just talk about the, projections for a second. <clears throat> That's the way they do that is based off the player's current performance and also against the defense he's playing and how much he might be on the field because of that defense. Correct? Like that's that's yeah. their algorithm. Yeah. Okay. So it's safe to say that that's a pretty accurate projection. That's probably what he's gonna get. It should be, yeah. Yeah. Obviously obviously things go yeah. off and somebody gets four touchdowns or they fumble, but if they play like they should play. Right. That's an expected outcome. Yeah. You should yeah. you should get yeah. something. Just, let's just clarify that. Oh, around there. We're saying everything is about projections. Right. <laughs> That's the only thing we can go off at this point is projections because it's right. never going to happen. Yeah. So we have that, that championship game that's not really close, and it looks like one person is clearly going to win. And then we have a third-place game, who, which is either if you win third, you're in the money. If you get fourth, Pretty sure you're out of you're the out. money. Yeah, I don't so, know how much money third place is, but I don't think it's that much. Right. It's not like it. We're not in like a thousand dollar league, so no, this isn't no. like the, <laughs> the biggest deal. I could there. I know people who are in thousand dollar sure. leagues, and I could and see could how that would be. Those. You could absolutely argue in those. But yeah, I'm not arguing over twenty bucks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually know a lot of people have when they've had these issues, they've just taken the money and donated it to yeah. Demar Hamlin's toy drive charity or sure. whatever he has which is up to like over seven million dollars yeah, unreal i think the goal was like two hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> so over seven million <laughs> so that that worked out and i think today we're recording on monday it's 5 30 i believe today he was released from the hospital i think i got that note today yeah, he looked he was like facetiming people and he's he's completely fine completely yeah normal which is wild because yeah. he was like legally dead for 10 minutes Right, that so. is crazy, and just CPR in itself. Like I'm, I don't know. They haven't really said anything, but there's probably probably broke ribs doing 100%. CPR. Yeah. So the, the rule is like if you're not breaking ribs and you're not going deep enough. Right. So at ten minutes of that, it's it's pretty wild. Yeah. It's like usually if you get CPR, it's probably not looking good. You're gonna have some type of brain damage because you're not getting oxygen. oxygen up there. Yeah. So after. I don't know if this was planned or not, but that happened during our, like, as a school teacher, our Christmas break. Mm. And we came back that Wednesday, and uh, we have, like, our teacher meetings and everything. And one of the things our 
school district had us do was certify in CPR yeah. and AED. And we do that like every other year. All so I'm time. assuming it was already scheduled, but it was kind of like convenient timing for yeah, that like, to happen. Yeah. So it's nice when something happens and well, not nice when something happens, but it's nice to do training whenever it's on everybody's mind. Yeah. And you're kind of thinking about it. Yep. So, all right. Now that we got that crazy situation that I'm sure like we talked about people in thousand dollar fantasy football leagues are yeah. dealing with, we can move on to hockey and I'm going to go with good news for right now. We have an all-star which I think every NHL team gets an all-star, so I don't know if it's really that great of a thing. (laughs) So, But I was kind of surprised with our all-star pick. So Vladimir Tarasenko is going to represent the Blues. I agree. I wouldn't have gone that way. No, I wouldn't either. Who would your pick be? 100% Shen. Shen? Shen's our best player. I like... If I were to pick a captain right now this season, Shen's the captain. Mm -hmm. He's the only guy that goes out there... And plays the entire game, both sides of the ice. He's hitting, shooting, passing. I mean, the dude's playing defense. He's probably playing defense better than some of our guys that are playing defense. Uh-huh. I mean, he's he's a representative, and he should be the captain. They was, I believe, it was the Blues posted something on Facebook about Tarasenko being, or maybe it was even before they came with the announcement. It was about who would you want, and I using the Blues fan forum Facebook page posted and said Shen, yeah. like Shen should 100%. be our guy. I think a case could be made for Bennington too. Yeah. But if you don't, if you just look at his stats, you're like, this guy sucks. That's <laughs> like, like, it's like hockey. Hockey and soccer are so much different. Than, like you can watch baseball and kind of understand like who's good. Mm-hmm. But like if you don't understand how defense works, then you don't understand if a goalie's good or not. Right. Bennington's letting up seven goals a game, but that's because he's got four people in front of him the entire time, and usually two of them are our defensemen. Right. Like, how's he supposed to see something coming at 80 miles an hour from 50 feet away? Yeah. Not possible. I want to say it was – it wasn't last game against Minnesota. I think it was the game against Montreal. And one of our defensemen was literally like on top of Bennington as the puck like yeah. squeaks through. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's goaltender interference on our own player. Yeah. <laughs> they, they just sit there. Like, like Pareko's the worst at it. Yeah. Uh, so that Jamie Rivers quote I was telling you, he was saying like right now they're doing a thing like they're they're playing defense like they're on the penalty kill. They've, they're in like a box mm-hmm. and they're like just sitting on an X, which is great. But then he said, like, the old school thing was if you can't reach your stick out and touch somebody and interrupt them, then you're useless. Then you're, you're playing pointless. defense. You're just a cone. <laughs> yeah, and that's what they're doing. Like, that that's so true. That's exactly what they're doing. They're, Preko just sits there, his stick isn't on the ice, and he's just kind of looking around. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? It's... So if you're listening, and I know that you are, <laughs> you suck. Yeah, that's, that's why I was going <laughs> to mention this, because obviously all the Blues players listen to this podcast. Yes, every single one of and them. And all of them including follow. Including Armstrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's so going to take note. He's a huge fan of the Teach Me How to Doug section. He yeah. loves it. Yeah. So <laughs> last, <laughs> last night's game against Minnesota, I saw that Bortuzzo was out because he got hurt against Montreal. And so I was like, okay, so we're rocking Mikola and Pareko being, I think, the only people who actually started the season there. Callie Rosen, who's done pretty well. And yeah. then it's Tucker, Santini, I don't AHL people. Yeah. Right. And then Thomas Grease was in net. So I'm like, oh my gosh, we're, and we're playing back to back. We're playing Minnesota. We're going to get murdered. So for the Blues bets, I said, just take the over three times like i usually put out three bets so i was like just take the over yeah, over six sure. and then grease comes up and puts a 36 save shutout <laughs> like okay he's been solid so too. yeah so they they played i know they didn't play well as a team because grease still had to make like i said 36 saves and some of them were pretty ridiculous Versus like 18 shots or something yeah <laughs> it wasn't very good but yeah, so the Blues podcast is we're doing helpful stuff because yeah, the players are so. seeing those. They're going to listen to when we get to <laughs> what trades they should make. I really think they're going to take it. Into consideration. <laughs> All <right>. Perfect. <laughs> All right, a couple other news and notes. We talked about Tarasenko making the All Star team, but you can actually still vote for players. So if Shannon. we want to get Shen in, if we want to get Bennington in, I know Jordan Cairo is leading our team in points. So if you think he should get in, which he's been great the last few weeks, but he had that time at the beginning of the year that yeah, looking like he could just get cut. Yeah. Like <laughs> that he had to get talked to by the captain. So I think the captain could be talked to by, by somebody right. at this point. Well, he's, and he's out. So yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. 
vote for anyone you want. You can vote on Twitter or there's like a app or I think you can vote through Facebook or whatever. So we can get some other blues players in. What yeah. else was there? Oh, uh, um, the Blues Hall of Fame ceremony is Friday. Like they're doing their induction. So everybody who has a number retired. So Federico, Bob Gassoff, Brett Hole, uh, Al McKinnis, the Barclay bro- or the Plager brothers, mm-hmm. Barclay and Bobby, Chris Pronger, Brian Sutter, and then also Dan Kelly are getting in. Plus our first owners, which is Sid Solomon Jr. and Sid Solomon the Third, because they can't come up with different names. And then uh, the actual kind of inductees for this is Red Berenson, Scotty Bowman, Glenn Hall, and Gary Unger. So lots of old people. Yeah. So I know whenever they first came out with that, like David Backus was on there and Steen was on there. And and I don't think any of those guys deserve to be on. But I was just seeing like Kachuk was on there. And I'm like, okay, yeah. So, you know, another guy that doesn't get talked about is Kelly Chase. Kelly Chase. Yeah. And I think you could almost say... He's doing a lot. I mean, he was great blue, but he's still with the blues. Like he's yeah, still, still helping going. the organization. So another dude was Reed Lowe. That guy. He's a gem. I thought one's I don't know that guy. Reed Lowe? <laughs> oh, you gotta I'm giving you my my <laughs> I am a fan, guys. I don't know everything here. <laughs> you gotta look him up later. Is he an old old He's like two thousands. Chelly Case or like Chris Kelly. era. Okay. Yeah. So Forward or defenseman? I believe he was forward. forward. Was he a fighter or was he like <laughs> He did like good? everything. He was like, he was just tough. Okay. Yeah. So he's our Shen. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. But bigger. All right. Um, I think I just have one other note, and that is that Bortuzzo, we talked about him being out. He got hurt on Saturday against Montreal. He was out yesterday against Minnesota. And again, I say yesterday because it's Monday, but on Sunday against Minnesota, he just got placed on the injured reserve for today. That didn't say how long he would be out, but the guy that we traded Clem Costin for got called up. Dmitry Semerokov? Yeah, yep. I don't know if I pronounced that right. Probably sounded, not. Sounded cool. <laughs> yeah, it sounded great. <laughs> <laughs> so he got called up. He's 23 years old. He was a third-round pick. Uh, he wore he's wearing number fifty five with the Thunderbirds, so I hope he doesn't play like fifty five. Mm. But <laughs> he couldn't be less physical. Than 55. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was only like one hundred and eighty eight pounds too. I was like, oh my god! I mean, in an unfortunate like much. way, it's like a, it's kind of like a cool time to bring those guys up and see see where we're gonna be while we got some injuries. Because mm-hmm. what else are we gonna do? We gotta, right, we got to plug it somehow. So maybe maybe somebody sparks up and they end up staying on the roster. Right. So. Like Tucker, I would love to see Tucker starting every game. I thought Tucker did a really good job in the last stint that he was up yeah. when he came up for a couple of games. Extremely and he did a really good job. Guy. And I have I didn't get to I was listening on the radio to the Minnesota game and then in Montreal I was watching the game, but I was also at Cybergs. So Yeah. It's, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. He's more physical than anybody that we have right now. Really? And he's he's just on people. And he's not a big guy like not overly big no no he just he just skates mm-hmm. and he disrupts people right that's all we like it's simple we don't we need we don't need to be crazy right now just put a stick just, on somebody yeah like, just that's it get in the way kind of thing Pareko just tries to get out of the way yeah there's another thing i was thinking about him that really bothers me i don't know if you noticed this like like the whole like the old school hockey thing is like to keep your stick on the ice mm-hmm. so you can collect the puck yeah this dude keeps it up and also like cocked back and then he keeps his left hand, his top hand, on the like the top of the stick. Like the end like of the it? Like the butt of the stick. Yeah. So not only does he have to re-grab the stick, rotate forward, and then put it down. Like, you're not even close to being ready to play. I'm going to have to watch for that. It's, it drives me nuts. He, he looks like... I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it. You can cut it if you want. <laughs> he looks like the guy that his parents forced to play, but he doesn't really want to play. He's oh, just there. Yeah. He's just like there. He's like, oh, I can't believe I'm here. I can't, can't wait till this is over. <laughs> yeah. And I think that kind of goes back to, I believe it was, no, it wasn't Jamie Rivers. I almost, it was, Jamie Rutherford tweeted it, but I believe it was a, a either a Doug Armstrong quote or somebody, but they just said like, you, once you've had your hand in like the money bag, there's no reason to go back. 
and they've had like all of these players, Pareko, Shen's still playing well, but Pareko, O'Reilly, Shen, Thomas, Kairu, all these guys have gotten their money mm-hmm. and they have their championship. Right. So yeah. it's like, what do you play for? So it couldn't be, maybe he's not, Pareko's not the guy who mom made him play, but it could be like, um, he's done. I'm getting bags. I'm getting made millions of dollars. And unless they're not going to cut me, because if they cut me, I still get paid. A bunch of money. So <laughs> I'd rather get cut and still get paid. In his defense, I think his his strong suit was that he was very fast and he could skate really well. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of got by on just getting back because he wants to play deep in the end or deep in the off- offensive zone. But he still wants to do that. But now he can't skate back because of that back injury. Mm-hmm. So now he's just he's just a slow slow. He's just yeah. I'm he can clearly still shoot, he just doesn't want to. For some reason he just doesn't want to send that slap. He, it's he loves a backhander, a backhander right. from the blue line like that's that's going to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to like I just want to sit him down and just ask like what is your mindset for when you play? What's what's your like what are you thinking? Just be like I've never played hockey and I know actually like nothing about hockey besides <laughs> I did. Though. I but did. I can tell that you're not good. <laughs> I played from 8 years old until like 24 years old. Oh my god, you can't be on the fan podcast and you're an expert. <laughs> nah. I did coach too, little little kids, but it's whatever. That has to be entertaining. Like how old little kids? Uh like 13. Okay, so not like... I'm thinking like 8-year-olds. No, no, no. They, 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 knew, they knew what they were doing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think it was like 7th graders. Okay. <laughs> All right. Before we go on, I do have to mention, I think I've been teasing it the last two podcasts, so this will be podcast number three about merchandise coming. So I can say with a fact, because I just texted him, because he's my dad, but he's also my shirt supplier. We will have shirts... By the time you're listening to this podcast. Yeah. So when you listen to this podcast, I will also be posting a link to a store where you can buy either t-shirts or hoodies. So check those out. And then Carson, for you, since you're a a blues fan form fan cider, is what I call them. So yeah. instead of like an ESPN insider, you're a fan cider. So I have fan cider specific t-shirts that I don't know if they're going to be free or if they're going to be like five bucks, but mm. it's it's going to be it's going to be cheap. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to be. I'm not making money off of right. the fan cider T-shirts. I'm just going to at least make a little bit off of it. Right. Well, I don't. I'm really not planning on making money out of any of this. The goal is to just get the name out there. It'd be cool if you did though. It's eventually that's the goal because the t-shirts will have QR codes that will send you to the Facebook. So <laughs> wear the t-shirt and be like, yeah, dude, just scan my back. So <laughs> yeah, it's all in the name of advertising for the, for this round. And then eventually yeah, maybe. we'll get to the money making. So sweet. That is coming. Catch the Facebook, check people or let people know that it's coming. If you hear the podcast, I, I thought they were pretty cool. I mean, it's our, it's our basic logo that I have on the Spotify or Amazon, all that, but it's... Yeah, I'll wear one. I'll probably cut the sleeves off and wear it to the gym, but... There you go. That's fine. Yeah. That's okay, because the logo's on the back, so... Or the the QR code's on the back. Edwards, though. A lot of people see it. There you go. We're like, oh, I'm a Blues fan. What's that? And you'll be like... Scam my back, bro. Just scam my back. Go to the Facebook. (laughs) 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 Might have to make that a thing. (laughs) All right. Let's go... Well, before I do teach me how to dug, I know you said you had some trade ideas and stuff. Is there anything else blues-wise that we need to – I mean, they're on a hot streak. Yeah. We beat Toronto, beat New Jersey, lost to Montreal, which is probably the worst team of the last four, and then beat Minnesota. I mean, I was just going to kind of run down on, like, how they've changed to play a little bit better. Like, we're starting to see goals and stuff. uh So I just had, like, kind of a breakdown of what I was seeing from offense, defense, and the goalies, which we kind of touched on the goalies already, but – like for the offense, when they were losing every single game, they just, nobody wanted to shoot. Mm-hmm. They just kept pass, 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 and like you could almost hear people on the TV just yelling "shoot!" Right. Shoot. <laughs> but like if they did shoot, it was horrible. wasn't good quality, and they ended up losing the puck and whatever. But like now, it seems like they're actually setting up plays. Like they're actually working behind the net and kind of moving around, setting up good passes, and then taking legit shots and mm-hmm. we got guys doing crazy stuff like Kairu and uh and shen scoring from the goal line right and, and Saad, <laughs> Saad just came out of nowhere he hasn't played the first half of the year but he showed up in the last right. 10 
that's <laughs> that's funny that you bring up Saad. So I would have mentioned. So he scored two goals against Toronto. One being a shorthander. Uh, I think it was the first goal of the game, and then scored another one later. And then what he had one against Minnesota last night on Sunday. Yeah. So, but so the last few goals that I've seen that he scored, he's literally like passing the puck on the ice. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, can he actually lift the puck? I don't think he can. Is, he just he's I'll just pass it here. He scored that five hole breakaway and just was like, yeah, just, I'll just let it go now. <laughs> like that shorthanded one was. I mean, he had the defender on him. He kind of just like yeah, that one faked right, went left, got around the guy a little bit, and then just like nice pass just underneath the guy. And I'm it, like, I mean, it was clean. It worked, it clean. <laughs> but. It literally looked more like a pass than a shot. Have you seen the, like the like better passing? Like, like you think they're doing better than like they were before? Like as far as setting up plays and stuff. Yeah, Are I feel like that? that's more. I, they're getting. I think, like you said, more opportunities in like high danger spaces. Yeah. Like on purpose. Yeah. Like it's not like oh thank god the puck fell here or it hit right. the boards and went somewhere right. like. They're keeping possession too. It's not like fifteen seconds mm-hmm. and they lose it. It's like they're actually holding it for a decent amount of time. I was listening to it on the radio on my way home from ref and soccer last night. And I think our fourth line had the puck in the offensive zone for like 45 seconds and then got off and we had more possession time. So I think a lot of it is uh, our fourth line now has an identity and it's, it's Torpchenko, Torpchenko. um, Alexandrov who scored his first NHL goal against Montreal. Yeah, He looks 12. Yeah. He's a little kid. (laughs) (laughs) And then, who else is on the fourth line? Who's the, who's our winger? Is it Pitlick? Uh, I think, it. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. So, yeah, fourth line has an identity, and then the uh, Saad, Shen, Barbashev line has been doing really well. Um, so Butchie, too, I've been really impressed with him. Yeah. He's been great. It, I mean... The fourth line thing, I didn't really think about that until you said that. Like, if you don't have the fourth line, though, then the other team who's actually is good, they've got four lines against your three lines. You're mm-hmm. never you're never going to win games like that. Right. But now we have, we're going four lines against four lines, and you can do the line matchup, and eventually you're going to get a bad matchup for them, and, you know, we're going to score. Yeah. And, yeah. And if you can get that, that fourth line to get that – 45 30 45 seconds of offensive and then get the change and then you get Kyrie Thomas and Buchnevich out there against a tired yeah fourth line or yeah or tired he, anybody he might and, see, yeah our first line might see the third pairing of defense too, yeah which you know because the fourth line wore down the second one or something yeah we have a way better chance so that's, so, that's a good it's point. kind of a if you're not a diehard fan like we are yeah so, you, don't, you don't see that yeah you, you don't understand <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so you don't understand the minutes that Shen actually puts in, too. Like, if you're not paying attention to actually seeing how much his number's out there. Shen? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'd have to look on time on ice and see if he's leading in, like, the last four games. I don't know exactly what it is, but, I mean, man, it seems like he's always out there and he's always in the middle of the play. Mm-hmm. He's always doing something. Are they – so that Saad, Shen, Barbashev line, is that considered our second line right now? And I say second line in, like, air quotes because they're kind it's, of – Yeah, I guess it is. I think yeah. that's what – because then it's Buchnevich, Tomic, and Kairu, and then it's Achari, Neighbors. Who else is with them? Man, I love Neighbors, too. Oh, shoot. Neighbors has been a stud. I don't know. I think he's going to be, in a few years, I think he's going to be great. He had, I don't think he even got an assist on this, but he definitely should have because he was first in. We'd like dump the puck, and he was first in and put pressure on this guy, and he ended up coughing it up right into the middle of the ice, and I think Achari scored. Yeah, and I'm like, and they literally talked about it. Like as soon as Achari scored, he pointed at Neighbors. It was like that was you, and I'm like, and but Neighbors, I think technically didn't even touch the puck, and so like, he, the play. he, yeah, he deserves an assist on that play, but didn't. He reminds didn't me of uh, Schwartz, like whenever he was actually playing well before he tore that ACL. Mm-hmm. Like he kind of reminds me of that. Like he's not, he's not flashy, he's not scoring goals, but he's gonna set plays up. Yeah, whether he gets credit for it or not, he's gonna be out there and just be that that. Hard worker. You oh. you never really questioned whether Schwartz was trying. No, right? yeah, you know, he, he, he could have been the captain for sure. Yeah, if we didn't have Bacchus. It's a uh, neighbors, Achari, and Walker. Walker, dang, I, I, I forgot about him too. Yeah, he's he's been he's been pretty good. He's he's just fun because he's Australian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Right. Oh, Falk too, man. 
to get to, to transition to defense. He's been playing out of his mind. Mm-hmm. He kind of has to. He's the only one back there now. This one has played more than a year. Right. <laughs> so between him and Pareko and Mikola, it's like yeah, yeah. Letty, dude, I don't, I don't like, I don't wish an injury on somebody, but man, Letty needs to figure his stuff out. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's doing the same stuff Pareko is. I think that line combo is just horrible. I I kind of like the idea of Pareko and Mikola. Mm-hmm. Just because Pareko had his best year when he was with Bo Meester. Yes. And Bo Meester being a, a good sk- skating guy, but also, yeah, kind of a defensive defenseman. If you're going to have a guy that wants to push up and get involved in offense, you're going to have the guy that stays home and stays on the blue line. Right. Otherwise, we're just going to give up odd man breaks 15 times a game. Right. Not that I want to see Pareko ever stick handling. On, on the face <laughs> of dots, but he loves to do yeah, it. He does. And apparently, Chief's okay with it. So. Yeah, you know he does. He whatever. he likes to likes to push up, and we keep pairing him with like Krug or it's been Somebody Krug, Krug and Falk, but also. like it's been him and Letty, and yeah. Letty's the get the puck and skate out of the zone, and he's like the best in the league at it. So it's like, <laughs> like how do you put these two? Yeah, I don't know. We we should probably make another segment of how to tell uh, Baruby what to do. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of teach me how to dog, he's gonna teach me how to chief. <laughs> uh, the, the only other thing I had for for defense was talking about how. Um, they love to try to skate the puck out of the offensive zone, and they essentially run into forwards and our forwards, and then lose the puck. Like mm-hmm. pass, right? Just pass it out. Like every other team in the league. Yeah, it's up along the boards, and then that guy chips it to the center, and then you're out. Then you're out. It's <laughs> like it, that's the simple part. You got the puck. Right. Why are we struggling getting the puck out? Until you fix that, I just don't know. I just don't know how they're going to stop giving up eight goals a game. Right. I wonder. I I know. I remember hearing a stat that when we got Letty at the trade deadline last year, they talked about him being like the most successful player at skating the puck out of the out of the zone. Like yeah. that was kind of his like big cool. thing. But yeah, if, even if you're the most successful player, at some point skating the puck is not good. Like playing with it, as we called it whenever we played NHL yeah. all the time. Would play it with your D zone. You're gonna get picked, and then Getting it's a two on one or something like that. Yeah. So. At least if you pass the puck, now as a defender, you're still behind it. You're so if, if you lose it, yeah. I'm still here. It's but, the same as soccer. Like yeah. if, you, if you try to take it all the way to half and then you lost it, well, guess what, buddy? You yeah. got to get back That's, and try to play this yeah. ball. Transition now. The other team's going the other way, and you're you're not behind the puck playing defense you're, yes. or the ball. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, they need to, they need to get it moving. But it is nice seeing all these goals. Six five last Tuesday, five three Thursday, four to five. Even though we lost on Saturday, and then three zero on Sunday. So yeah, we're scoring six five five and three is it's definitely pretty nice. The right way. Yeah, I mean we're definitely doing better than we were. So, oh, well, all right. Let's go to the teach me how to dug section. <laughs> okay, and you mentioned that you had some some trade ideas. So I'm going to ask you my question, and if my question doesn't fit with your trade ideas, we'll still get to your trade sure, ideas. Yeah, yeah. So my question is, Send if it. the Blues kind of continue to keep doing what they're doing, and as of counting the game that comes on Tuesday, so this podcast won't release on till Wednesday, but on Tuesday they play Calgary. So counting that game, there's 20 games left until the trade deadline. Okay. So if in those 20 games we go like, 13 5 and 2. Mm-hmm. We have like a we continue to be on a good run. Eventually Tarasenko comes back at the end of January and we're still going doing good. O'Reilly comes back at the beginning of February and we're still doing good and we get to that March 3rd. Mm-hmm. If we go 13 5 and 2, we're sitting at 33 23 and 5 and we got 71 points with 21 games after to go. So I think at that point you're kind of sitting pretty at looking at it a wild card spot or maybe like the third spot in the central. So at that point, do you still trade Ryan O'Reilly and Tarasenko or do you go for it? If you're still, if you're rolling good and actually playing, if you're well. rolling good and playing well and all these injured crew could be back to Letty's backboards, like and we're, you're mostly healthy. You don't necessarily have to be completely healthy, but I think I, Ryan O'Reilly's still in contract, right? This was his last year. This is his this last, last year. Um, Ryan O'Reilly was one of my guys that I think goes. I think he's the first to go. I don't think he's been captain 
this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's nothing that he could have done to make the team play better. But I just don't. I just don't think he's been the same leader that he was a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And I think he's just he's slow. He's he's getting old. He's kind of lost it. Right. His stick handling's not as good as it used to be. And after a broken foot, he's gonna be he's slower. slower. He's yeah. like 37 <laughs> years old. Like it's not. It's not getting better from here. Right. So I think if you have an opportunity, maybe you, you dump him off. And even if you get a couple couple fast young guys, you're almost better off. Give some speed. Yeah. I like O'Reilly, but I think I think we need speed, stick handling. And if we could just get like an absolute goal scorer, like I think of Robertson in Dallas. Mm-hmm. If we could get somebody like that that's on the up and coming. Well, so I I talked about last pod I think it was I think it was last podcast. It might have been two podcasts ago about Toronto being interested in him. And they have, I want to say it's, what's the Robertson in Dallas's first name? Oh, dude. I Jason? Mean, could be. Jason Robert? Could be. It's Robertson, right? Yes. I think. Let me check my notes. Robertson. Because I want to say, yeah. So there is a Nick Robertson. And I am 68% sure that they're brothers. Well, there's a real quick... <laughs> There's kind of a real quick way to figure that out. So, yeah, uh, we could Google it. But... Well, they're also minority in the league. They're both Asian. <laughs> yeah, so, so just Asian <laughs> heritage. There's yeah. got to be like four. So Nick Robertson is 21 years old and like projects to be a top six forward, good score so kind of thing go. for Toronto. Yeah. And Toronto has been interested in him. And so I mentioned that as being a good fit. So it's funny that you bring up his, now his brother is like an elite goal scorer. <laughs> sure, yeah, but I mean, was he elite? Six years ago no, or whatever, yeah. yeah. I think that'd be a great trade. It can only help us. Right. So, and yeah, you're getting somebody, I don't know how many more years he has on his contract, but he's 21, as opposed to O'Reilly, who might be 32, 30, 30-something. 30 yeah, I think he's in his low 30s. Yeah, I exaggerated, yeah. but yeah. He's, <laughs> he's getting old for hockey. Right. Yes. <laughs> and he's not playing defense, so old forwards. Did, don't go well. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> Unless you're Yager. But he's he's not human. Yeah, he's fifty and scoring goals yeah. in whatever yeah. league he's playing. I'll trade him straight up one for one right now. <laughs> that would be just for the excitement of having yeah. Auger. Yeah, be his like seventeenth NHL team he's played for. Maybe he'll play for all of them. <laughs> so yeah, I like the idea of I I I would be torn like thirteen five and two. Good, good, the team's going well, but I still I think back to and I think I've mentioned this before when we traded Kevin Shattenkirk. Yeah, we, I think when we came, when we traded him, we were a playoff team. I think we had a playoff spot, but Armstrong kind of looked and said, "We're not. Yeah, we might make the playoffs, but, but we're not all the way. gonna win." So, you, you told me you were gonna ask about how far I think they're gonna make it, and to kind of jump in with why I think they should dump O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. It'd be crazy for them to win the cup. I think this year, right? So I think you you take your chances if cuz if we go for it and we keep O'Reilly and we don't win the chances of getting somebody next year you know maybe he has a horrible rest of the year yeah probably not getting anything for him like if, well, if somebody's he, willing to take him i think send it yeah he's i feel like i agree i don't feel like this is a team which is crazy because at the beginning of the year we're like yeah we're yeah, we're for sure <laughs> yeah. we're the number 2 team like colorado's going to win the division but we're going to be right behind them it's either going to be us or minnesota yeah, uh, yeah. now so but yeah, I don't think more into that. based how on a, this team is playing, I don't see them competing no. for. I mean, yeah, that's great that we beat Minnesota, and that's great that we beat Toronto. But I don't think you beat them either of those teams four times in a yeah, seven-game seven. series. So. They're just—they're going to have to. I mean, they're going to have to tighten things up. It's not like—I mean—they're kind of similar to the team that won the cup, but at the same time, they're not because that team was actually winning games three to one, three to two, mm-hmm. stuff like that. This this team is just—they're a train wreck with these track meet games, right. seven to six and stuff, which I guess is closer to Eastern Conference hockey. But we're not Eastern Conference, no. So like, we we don't have a chance, yeah, at the Eastern Conference right yeah. now. Yeah, it's now. I think we did have there was a game recently that I think we had like forty or fifty hits. So I like to see I that. I don't I like to see that. And I think they have been hitting a lot more. I wish I would have looked it up and figured it out, but I feel like they've been hitting a lot more. But you also have these young guys up, like trying to get a spot. Yeah, Alexandrov and even Walker, who kind of floats, but probably wants to I'd rather stay in the lineup than be a healthy scratch. And they're just playing their butts off. Do it, that's, which is that's exactly yeah. Though. Chief wants to see physicality. It's exactly what you need to do as one of those people. But it's how. 
how do you sustain that over 10 games? Like yeah. you can do it four or five, maybe. But, <laughs> You're not getting 50. Yeah. yeah. This isn't chill. Yeah, right. <laughs> on arcade mode. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. I So I listen to a lot of Jamie Rivers on the radio, and he thinks, like, this is a tournament team. So, like, he thinks we have a better opportunity in best of seven. Really? I, I mean, I don't see that, but, I, I mean, you know, Jamie Rivers isn't uh, isn't a dumb-dumb. Yeah. So he knows exactly what he's talking I actually, about. I actually don't even know if he goes home. I think he just he does just hockey there. He talks on the radio until, like, midnight. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, on the radio, and then he's doing the Blues pregame, uh, and then, miraculously, he leaves the pregame, and then he's in between the benches, and then he leaves the benches, and then he's doing the postgame. Yeah. And then he's on uh, the Last Minute Blues podcast. <laughs> so he definitely knows got... something. He's he's definitely the insider. Right. The real insider. Well, plus he trains hockey. So he's got his own training company. I'm <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. telling you, the dude, don't sleep. I wouldn't argue with him. <laughs> so, but he's not allowed on this podcast because this is for fans only. Right, and right, right, right. We definitely would not tell him that he's okay right. to come. But if you want to come, we won't yeah. turn you around. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't really have any. I don't know what else to go off with that. Yeah. I Did mean, you have some other trades besides? I mean, Ryan O'Reilly. There was I did one that I thought would be realistic, and one that I just want. And personally, I just want Pareko to go. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to dump that contract and then right. start somewhere else because I just think we're, we're stuck with him for like four or five years or whatever. Eight, uh, eight, yeah, okay. Eight years. <laughs> and he's just gonna get worse, man. Like you can see, like Chief get mad at him, and he just doesn't care. Mm -hmm. He's just it's, like, whatever. This is this is my game, right? Okay. Yeah, Great, uh, you're not helping us. again. I think that's where he's got paid. He's got his cup. He's he's hurt. Content. Yeah, he's not. He's always hurt. Yeah. <laughs> this year was, I think, supposed to be the year that he was like back, like he was ready to go. And yeah, dude, but, I'm not a hater either. I literally have a Preco jersey in my closet. Mm -hmm. Like I thought this guy was going to be legit, and I'm going to ask him to be pronger. Like a lot, of, you hear a lot of people. Everyone like, mentions like, that. Hit, hit, like pronger. Well, he's not that guy. Yeah. Like, I'm not asking you to do that. Just just play your game, though. Be smart. Play defense. Mm -hmm. Be good. Take the puck. He used to steal the puck from everyone that skated in. When it was him and Petrangelo, that line was locked. Was you true. could not skate in. Mm -hmm. But Petrangelo, he just followed after Petrangelo's steps, though. Same, Pretty much. Same oh, stupid per, yes. that he does. Yes. Like, I hate I hate Petrangelo probably more than I hate anybody in the league. Really? Because I just I hate his style. He He's just, the same way. He can't stick handle. Wants to skate in. Wants mm -hmm. to shoot. Go play it forward, then. Right. He... he that was the most annoying, like, good player. <laughs> yeah, because like, he has moments. Yeah, people still respect Petrangelo as one of the best players in the league. And it's just like, as watching him as when he was with the Blues, it's like, what? I think of, this was when he was with, Ve with Vegas. I think his first year with Vegas. They had the outdoor game yeah. against Colorado. It was, I don't know where it was, but it was outside. Like, there was mountains in the background. It was amazing. It looks sweet, but they were playing Colorado and McKinnon got the puck and Petrangelo was mic'd up and he literally goes, oh crap. And McKinnon skates up, just kind of goes to the right a little bit and hits a wrist shot and scores. I'm yeah, like, exactly. You're the best, one of the best defensemen in the NHL and you didn't, you said, oh crap, and then didn't do anything about it and, and the fact got that scored he said, on. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> like, I heard the best way to describe him, you know, when you're playing Xbox and you accidentally hit the Xbox button and you're. Your guy just like freezes. freezes. That's what he does in front of the net. He's just like, ooh. <laughs> Is that Petrangelo, Pareko, or both? Both. It could be either. Yeah. There's been some funny, I think, like TikToks and reels and stuff of people doing that, of just doing everyday things. And yeah. then the Xbox button hits and your well, people just freezes. I don't understand. So, so are you keeping Tarasenko? I mean, no, if we get something for him, I say send him. I wanted to trade him like two or three years ago. Mm -hmm. Whenever he was doing his, oh, I'll play this game. I'm not going to play this game. I'll play one shift. No, I'm not going to play. Mm -hmm. Like I just don't. I don't think he's that guy either. We signed him to be that absolute goal scorer, and he just doesn't want to be. Right. He's just got this mentality of I'll play when I want to play. He got 30, 30 something. I think last year. Yeah, he had and a great that, year last year, and that was his career high. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, we signed him. This was he's his seven or eight year contract is ending this year. So we've had him for ever. If you can get something I mean, for him, I say go with it. He was on the NHL cover at one point. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. So, I don't know what happened to that guy. Yeah, like I know he's he's God. He's torn both so shoulders like three or four times. Mm -hmm. But 
still, dude, he still got it. Right. Like everybody thought he was going to be like an ex-Ovechian and he has, he's got a clapper snapshot just like him. Mm -hmm. He can stick handle better than him. He's faster than Ovechkin. He just, I don't know. I haven't seen one of his kind of patented, bring the puck up the kind of right side and just get in front of the dude and kind of muscle you away in between him. And yeah, and shoot I it. haven't God. seen that. Those were so great. Those were awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't know when the last time that was that he did that. No, he just doesn't have it this so, year. I don't know who you get from him at this point because I think everybody in the league kind of knows he's not that guy. Right. But maybe, maybe the same thing with O'Reilly. You just kind of get a couple of young guys and, and see what happens. Right. Don't trade uh, Clem Costin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the... I need to check and see how Clem Costin has been doing with Edmonton. If it, I mean, oh no, I, no, I didn't mean Costin. I meant Tage Thompson. Oh, Tage, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he is on fire. But I think I asked Paulina this two weeks ago on the podcast and was just like, "Would you rather have Tage Thompson now and have a potential of winning multiple cups, or would are you content with getting Ryan O'Reilly and winning that 2019 Cup?" Kind of like, I think it's hindsight. I mean, uh, yeah. 2020 because O'Reilly was great when he got here. Thompson was looking like he was going to be out of the yeah, league. Yeah, nothing. Two years. <laughs> <laughs> he must have just hit his perfect like perfect place. Yeah, you know, he, that's he where fits he in that to system. O'Reilly did too. He's just man, he's just getting old. Right. Same with Bacchus. Just it's time to go. All right, let's do. Um, I got one more little segment, and then we'll get to your prediction. Okay. So I started this with Paulina two weeks ago, and I'm calling it "Whose Line Is It Anyway." All right. Did you have you did you listen oh, yeah. to Paul? Okay. So it's it's I like to say just like the TV show, it's where the games are made up and the points don't matter. Oh, okay. Okay. So this is where I'm going to give you three players, and you have to tell me what team I'm telling oh, you about, <laughs> and what you were doing so good. <laughs> And then, so what team? Cousins uh, bad. Yeah, right. Kids. Tell me what team it is, and if you once I get once you get the team, I'll tell you, and then you tell me what line it is. Okay. All right. Uh, I got three of them for you. I don't think I made them. Actually, these probably aren't the very. Oh, I started this with Chico, not with Paulina. Hang on. Explain the directions again. So I'm going to give you three players, and you're going to tell me what team I'm telling you about. Okay. Okay. And then after that, I'll <laughs> I'll tell you. Okay, you got the team right. What line on that team oh, forward boy. line do you think? That is. All right. All right. So your first one, and I'm starting from left wing, center, and then right wing. Okay. If that helps at all. I don't know. This is going to be embarrassing. (laughs) So the first one is Joel Farabee, Noah Cates, and Travis Konechny. Do you pay attention to other teams very much or just I, just man, die hard blues? I don't I don't dissect other teams like I do with the blues. I just watch uh-huh. pay attention <laughs> to how they're playing. Man, my first instinct was to guess the ducks because of Noah. No. Now, it's a West Coast team. Or let me get my it's an East Coast team. It's an East Coast team. East Coast team. Man, dude. Uh, so Travis Konechny, I think, is the big he's the one player I've heard of, for yeah. the for the teams. Um, Joel, Joel, I don't know if it's Joel or Joel, but Farabee is also a decent player. This Noah Cates, I have, I've no, I don't think I've ever heard yeah, of that guy. I think so, I'm thinking of a different Noah. So, yeah, I don't know who that is. So, try an Eastern Conference team. Devils? No. Dang. Okay, they were orange. Flyers. Yeah. So it's Phil. It's the Philadelphia Flyers, and it's their second line. Okay. So I almost went their fir- their first line. I think has Trevor Van Riemsdyk, maybe Jake, one of them Van Riemsdykes. I don't know if that would have given away. Like, I maybe would have gotten that one. Maybe. Yeah, I would have said probably Philly or New Jersey mm-hmm. on Van Riemsdyk. All right, let's try the next one, and this one is a West Coast team. Mm. Adam Henrique, Mason Tav- McTavish, and Troy Terry. This one is the Ducks. That one is the Ducks. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> laughed when you said the Ducks earlier. I'm like, no, that's next. Okay, yeah, so you Troy got... Terry. He's good. Right, and that was the big one. I'm like, yeah. Troy Terry's the the one that should kind of do it for you. What line do you think that is? I'm going to go with third line. Third line? Yeah. So that's their first line. Oh, my God. Which... What? No, what's their, their new young guy? Trevor Zegris. What did you, did you say that guy? He's not on here. Apparently, he's on their second line. 
Oh my god! And he's their left winger. Now this is based on their most recent game. Okay. So maybe they they move stuff around. They move it around. Yeah. Zegers is an absolute stud. Yeah, that's why I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but I saw Zegers, and he's normally a center, I thought. Yes. I know he kind of plays both, but yeah. He's a center. In his most recent game, I guess they had him on the second line left wing. Interesting. Well, they're, they are so bad. So, yeah. That, you know. <laughs> so, they're, uh, yeah, I think, well, I think they're kind of doing what Chicago's doing and trying Just to be bad on purpose and trying to get, yeah. it's a tank for Bedard kind of thing Dude, so yeah which that guy is an absolute Sidney crosby he, yeah he's he's the next generation Sidney crosby mm-hmm. he's gonna be amazing and i really 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 hope that chicago does not get him <laughs> i can't deal with, i can't deal with another taze right so they don't they don't need that at least they got rid of all their other young good people yeah they're so. gonna be bad for for a while so, right so chico if you're listening they suck yeah <laughs> All right, this next one, I'm switching it up on you a bit because I'm going to give you a D pairing okay, and then also the goalie. I think you'll be okay. Luna, I'm going to be so pissed if we can hear that in the background of this. Man, I should have <laughs> studied. All right, I think there's some big names in this, oh. but one of them has kind of moved teams recently, so okay. I don't know if that's going to either help or hurt. So the D pairing... It, it, this name should help Morgan Riley and Justin Hole. God, nothing. All right, and then the goalie is Matt Murray. Is Murray still on the Penguins? No, Murray no, isn't. He's not on the Penguins anymore. Nope. Ugh. He's been. He left the Penguins and went to one team, and then now he's, he's with a different team. team. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said this guy's like one of the guys moved around a bit, so I don't know if that was gonna help Damn, or hurt. Dude, I just. I just saw something about Murray because I was talking to my buddy about him. But I cannot remember where he went. I can't even remember what country he went to. He's in Canada. Okay, that's where I was, <laughs> that's where I was leading. <laughs> yeah, he actually, the the two most recent teams that Matt Murray has played for is can, or Canadian. I, I feel like he's either uh, Canadians. Not the Canadians. Oilers. Nope. All right, I'll just name all of them. And he hasn't played for either of those teams. <laughs> I don't think he's on the Leafs. He is on the Leafs. All right, yeah. there you go. <laughs> That's it. And he went to Edmonton. Okay. So, or not, no, 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 no. You said Oilers. He went to Ottawa. Uh, he, dude, he went to the yeah, Senators. Yeah, that one was all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. So, I told you this is going to be embarrassing. <laughs> That's okay. That's all I got. Actually, I was thinking about it. And I didn't do it. I wasn't. I knew you had good hockey knowledge or soccer. Whoa, restart. I knew you had good blues knowledge, but I wasn't sure what your NHL knowledge was. It's, dude. I know. <laughs> I know. I know who players are, and I know if they're good. But I don't like. I I don't keep track with every single team. Right. It's too much. I used to play fantasy hockey, and I I gave all that up. To yeah. It's just too much stuff. That's. I can't do fantasy any other sport besides football exactly. because it takes too much time. Every single day. Yeah. Like, I know if the Blues are playing whatever team, okay, I know I know they're good or they're bad. Right. What's going to happen. But, like, yeah, you're asking me to do line combinations? Uh-uh. <laughs> you're good. <nothing. laughs> Another top guys. All right. All right. So, last thing is for 5% of my profits, which maybe will make millions of dollars off of this T-shirt merch. Yeah. Which is unlikely. But I, I'll take it. But for 5% of our profits... You can um, win money if you tell me what you think the Blues' final record would be. Yeah, okay. this is like gambling, right? <laughs> what the Blues' final record would be. And if you have them making the playoffs, how far they make it in the playoffs. And if you don't have them making the playoffs, what pick we get in the draft. So what are you feeling? You'll have to check my math, but I think it's right. So after a lot of calculating. <laughs> Who does math when they're not at work? Not good at math. <laughs> ever. Uh, 43 wins, 34 losses, and five losses in overtime. Okay. So, doing more math, 91 points. Yes. Which is, do you think that gets us in playoffs, or do you think that does not get us in the playoffs? I think we'll squeak in. Okay. Um, Even if my projection is is wrong, which <laughs> it probably will be. I think we're going to get in, and I think we really don't make it past the first round. So just put me first round for the for the bet. Okay. Um, 
we're really gonna have to go on a tear and tighten things up and then maybe maybe second round at the most but i i don't see this team i don't see this team beating a first seeded team Mm -hmm. with them barely making it in honestly well with what i mean we're 2018 and three right now yeah and right now being halfway through the season now this will come out wednesday and there's a game on tuesday so there'll be one game over halfway of the season yeah and so you kind of gave it right around it we have 18 losses now you're adding another 12 yeah so if my quick math is good no not 12 14 you're adding another 14 16 i'm not i don't want to do math either (laughs) (laughs) so but your your losses are right around that 18 so you're not giving us like it, you're gonna, you're thinking the Blues kind of just stay the course. Pretty much, this is what it. Pretty much, I think that we're gonna go through these streaks of we're winning games again, and then we're gonna lose games again because all these wins are they could all go either way, right? Because we're we're letting up so many goals, so it's just kind of, just kind of lucky bounces. This right. All right. Well, I don't really have anything else for you. Do you got anything well, else to? I, we covered all my notes, cut, all the stuff that I wanted to say. So. All of your notes. I got um, all of my notes. I even co- went over the merch because I had to put that in capital letters yeah, so I didn't yeah. forget. So, Don't forget. Scan yeah. my back, bro. Scan scan, back. scan his back. Scan everybody's back. Hashtag QR code. scan my <laughs> scan back. back. All right. Carson, I appreciate you coming. Yeah, man. Uh, do you know how we end all of this these podcasts? Send it anyway. Did you just say, let's go blues? All right. See you, everybody. I need some horns. <laughs> there we go. Let's go blues. <laughs>